Foul Territory is presented by Gizzard Gary Productions. It is recorded from my weekly YouTube program, which is live-streamed every Friday at 9 p.m. Central. It is a firearm and 2A-related panel discussion, where I and my panel discuss current news and events, along with audience interaction, casual conversation, and friendly banter. What will you learn today? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Foul Territory. Alright, and here we are. Welcome, one and all, to Foul Territory 229. I am your host, Gizzard Gary, and it is Friday, August the 11th. So, welcome, one and all, to the show. So, let's see who we got out there. The first one I see is DJ Play Nice. Followed by Ashley A, Road Call 219. Jason Stewart is out there and in here. Artak and Daughters is out there. Ashley of uh, Road Call 219? Yes. Oh, okay. Western Probes is out there. Gun Websites. And Lakeview Outdoors is in the audience, as is Clint Torres. Hillbilly Up is out there and in here. Bubba Triclops Ballistics is out there. Travis T is in the audience. Chicago Mike the Shooter is out there. And let's see. Obnoxious One out there and in here. Mystic Guns is out there. That's the ghost of Mystic Guns. It could very well be. Let's see. Then we've got... This stranger out there on a Twitch side, which looks suspiciously, suspiciously, I should say, like Weston Probst. So, <laughs> so much for that upset, Weston. He's the one who you. posted his stuff out there in the chat. So, hey, Dale Pogue is out there. I see over on the on the chat. hasn't showed up here in Streamyard yet. Ah, there he is. So let's say hi to Dale. The gun snob is out there. Says this show would be better if I was on it. Uh, hmm. It's a shame he doesn't have a link or anything. Yeah, it would be different. I'm not sure it would be better. But, would be, wouldn't it? I mean, it's a shame he didn't send him a link and he doesn't have a computer so that he can get on here. He says, "Man, so much for being See? incognito Told you. on the Twitch." <laughs> yep, yep. I'm seconds totally. Out the window here, folks. Weston, it's your own fault. If you haven't picked up at this point juncture that Gizzard is terrible at OPSEC, you're not paying attention. I am terrible. All right. Speaking of terrible, no, I shouldn't say that. Had to shoot a snake with a shotgun. Wow. Mm. That's cold-hearted. I've been doing man stuff. Maybe maybe Bristol will fill in for him tonight. Mystic says it'd be better if he was on it, so he would leave my room. Okay. But anyway, speaking of panel, I do there was have... was a snake in Stop's bedroom? <laughs> I do have I an esteemed that. panel here, so let's meet him, shall we? All right. So on my right on the screen, my co-host with the co-most from the state of North Carolina. He, of course, brings all of the sunshine into our day because he is the oracle of knowledge. He is the oracle. Well, I already said that. He's yeah, the, you already said that. Well, he's all kinds of things. He's the, the voice of reason and the man of orange. But most of all, he's obnoxious one, folks. 
aren't you? No. Was that me? Yeah, that's you. Okay, yo. That's your cue. Also known as the meat popsicle, evidently, according to the, mm-hmm. the subtitle. Uh, let's see. Gunsnob says, I'm about to come on. I have to go out to my office and hook up my Mac, hook my MacBook back up, so it'll be a few. Never misses a chance to tell us about how great his MacBook mm-hmm. is. Not computer, not laptop. <laughs> mm-hmm. By yep. name. Jinyata yep. is out there. Welcome, Jinyata. So, going down to the second row, coming to us from the state of Ohio, let's give a big OH to Jason Stewart. Ohio, Gizzard. Thanks for the invite. Good to see you guys. Good to see you too. I'd like to introduce my uh, my cat and channel partner, George Grayson. Cat has joined me on the screen here, so... I will give him his pay later on. Uh, last panelist so far comes to us from the show me state of Mo of Missouri, they call it. He is, of course, the host of Guns, Beer, and Therapy on Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Central. He is Hillbilly Up. Hey, Gary. Thanks for having me, buddy. Glad to be on here tonight. You bet. Let's see. I got G Webs throwing out the George, the George uh, emojis out there in the chat. Bubba says, as a gamer, Max sucked more than Paris Hilton after a three day crack bench. Wow. <laughs> I'm guessing that's quite a bit. I don't know that, but uh, that's either a good thing or a bad thing, depending on who you are. Paris Hilton, my God, what is she, 50 years old now? I don't think she's quite that old. Uh, Hisa is out there. Don't know. Hasn't been in my chat after a while. GrudgeGuy879 is out there. Uh, Bubba says she hasn't stopped yet. Uh, Defense Dad is out there from the state north of me. So, uh, well, we got 23 people out there in the chat so far. And, of course, George knows that about this time I need both my hands to do stuff here in StreamYard. So, of course, he's going to sit in my lap and hinder me. So, if I struggle a little bit, please bear with me. But, uh, let's see. First of all... I want to show a screen here. Because the name of this show is Foul Territory 229 Armed Women of America. And I found out after looking at guncalendars.com that this weekend is the National Conference and Leadership Summit for the Armed Women of America. This is being held in Branson, Missouri, not too far from Hillbilly there. So, uh, we honor the armed women of America this week. Hopefully, they'll have a a good conference and summit there in Branson. Hopefully, take in some of the sites while they're out there. We've also asked, in case you didn't see my community tab, that if you're going to send in 
send in Gorn. If you have any, send pictures of uh, the females in your family and their firearms or them enjoying shooting or gear or something like that if you got those. And uh, we're trying to keep the we're trying to keep the Gorn more gun focused from now on. So I do ask that if all possible, you send real Gorn to the channel. And of course you send that to Gorn at gizzardgary.com. So anyway, shout out to the armed women of America. I didn't know it was supposed to be female Gorn tonight. I didn't get the memo. I had no idea. It doesn't have to be, but I encourage you. To well, do so, get, but I can go practically any gun, knife, or gear can be used by both male or females. So, yeah, there's always that. I guess I can go on some OnlyFans and get you some pictures. Yeah, just be them. careful what pics you send me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of stuff I want to see. Let's see. Well. I can go try to take some more pictures then. I mean, I got a gun, I got a knife. Pretty easy to get a girl with those two things. <laughs> I, may, <laughs> I, may, I may open up a can of worms with that. That uh, <laughs> no. quite possibly did. But you let's move class- on. What? You to classify the women should not be tied up or nothing also. Probably should not be. Chain okay, so too heavy. Let's get to some stories before this goes totally off the rails, shall we? All right, so let's take a look at this first story. This is from Bearing Arms, and it says the farce is with her. Brady's Chris Brown be clowns herself over Star Wars tweet. Okay. Just when you thought you'd seen the dumbest thing Brady President Chris Brown could manage this week, she decided to up her game. Honestly, I wanted to leave the woman alone. She hasn't really impressed me with her brilliance or political acumen. And to be frank, it felt a little bit like beating up the disabled. And then she came for Star Wars. Uh, This tweet says, I'm glad the new Star Wars series is choosing to unsubscribe from a culture that glorifies gun ownership. Lightsabers all the way, and may the force be with you. And the article goes on to say, uh, Does Brown not realize that Anakin Skywalker slaughtered the younglings, basically elementary school-age students, with a lightsaber? In fact, if she wants to invoke Star Wars, she's in for a rough time because that incident actually undermines a lot of gun control arguments, really. After all, we on this side of the debate have long argued that the problem is the individual in question, not the weapon in their hands. A Sith Lord massacring children with something that looks nothing like a gun should make it pretty obvious that a blaster isn't needed to kill the innocent. But think about some of the people in Star Wars who use blasters. They're often the non-Jedi or non-Sith. They're people who, without that universe's analog to a firearm, would be absolutely powerless. Then we have the show itself. The Acolyte does indeed say they won't have blasters nearly as much as other Star Wars properties, but let's not think for an instant this is some kind of political statement. It's not. The article that Brown tweeted makes it pretty clear that this is about telling potential viewers what to expect. Lightsaber battles similar to the one from The Phantom Menace, 
between Darth Maul and the Obi-Wan Qui-Gon duo. Why are there fewer blasters? Because neither the Jedi nor the Sith use them in that property. Those are for those who don't have the Force. So for Brown to pretend this has anything to do with modern firearms, gun policy, the gun control debate, or anything else is at best disingenuous. Unless, of course, she actually believes that, in which case she has less going on upstairs than I originally gave her credit for. If that's the case, I'm amazed she's able to actually type stupid things on Twitter slash X slash whatever. Luckily, she got pushback. And I'm showing some of the pushback on the screen here. Of course, I'm not going to read it all, but you get the idea here. The Anakin thing is going to loom large because, well, it's a big deal. Brown apparently is unfamiliar with the property, or as I mentioned earlier, she's not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree. However, if this is the best Brady can produce, maybe it's time that particular that particular gun control organization shut down for good, because this is getting embarrassing. I mean, I disagree with them on pretty much everything, and I'm starting to feel bad for them. This is their president? This is who they could get to run a gun control organization that was once the only thing that could challenge the NRA in the gun debate? Don't get me wrong, I'm not going to lose sleep over it, but this is just sad. When we talk about someone beclowning themselves in the future, this is a standard by which all future beclownings will be judged by. Oh, wow. All right, so comments on that, everybody? Well, so, like, now we're going to have to get special permits and everything for our laser blasters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like Back stance and all that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, reasonable those, blaster control. Yeah. Yeah, well, with those, you know, you don't need ammo, but they could, like, uh, go not give us batteries for them or charging ports, you know? on the laser blasters, so that'd probably be their deal. You can own a blaster, you just can't charge it. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, Jason or Obi, any comments over on your side? Honestly, like, you lost me at Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I know, Fair. uh, I know the other day on, uh, I think it was Rich White's chat, I think, uh, I think Rich wants to watch that movie awful bad. Like oh, every time the commercial came on on wrestling, he would talk about the star- new Star Wars movie. Looks like all chicks in it to me. Geniata says common sense blaster control brought to you by the Empire. <laughs> uh, Defense Dad wants to know: Do they make eighty percent lightsabers? You <laughs> just have to source your own kyber crystal. Yeah. Well, the fence dad also said that the stormtroopers really have a problem with uh, fire control, too. They, you know, they miss a lot. Yeah. So, you know, TMS is out there, and he says, wait a minute. You mean that class I took online for blaster <laughs> safety isn't going to get me anything? <laughs> no, probably not. You know, the they always hide the facts and, and, and don't want to tell you about it. But you were saying in the article they were talking about uh, he went and used his lightsaber and 
killed all the younglings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not telling you the truth. Uh, they were training all them youngling kids to grow up and be killers. That was like a terrorist camp right there. <laughs> Probably was. Unless Bubba said he's going to have to figure out how to reload the blaster bolts. Uh, Ginata says stormtroopers are using sea camps with no sights. That's probably <laughs> true. <laughs> no wonder they can't hit anything with them. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Let's see what else we can come up with. Well, wait a minute. We got one more defense that says it's okay. I've got something better than the force. I've got the Schwartz. <laughs> Perfect. I can see your Schwartz is oh. as big as mine. <laughs> Use the Schwartz. <laughs> Schwartz be with you. Uh, Obi, you have any comments on that before we go on? No, I thought your Schwartz was as big as mine as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. I've got a couple other links out here we can take a look at. Yeah, this one will be fun. I'm pretty sure Obi will have some comments on this. Mm-hmm. All right. Especially since he sends me most of these. All right. Once again, we're at Bearing Arms. And this is an article from Tom Knighton. It says about those 116 gun deaths per day. All right. Headlines over gun deaths will always draw eyes. Some people will immediately click the link, then share it all over social media just so they could say, See, I told you guns are bad. There are usually problems with this, though. For example, these reports rarely provide any context, and they also tend to involve a fair bit of sensationalism in presenting all firearm-related fatalities as the same, like this one does. And I'm quoting here, as of August 1st, at least 25,198 people have died from gun violence in the U.S. this year, according to the Gun Violence Archive, which is an average of roughly 118 deaths each day. Of those who died, 879 were teens and 170 were children. Deaths by suicide have made up the vast majority of gun violence deaths this year. There have been more than 14,000 deaths by gun suicide this year, an average of about 66 per day in 2023. The majority of these have occurred in Texas, California, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Illinois, and Louisiana. The grim tally of gun violence deaths includes 488 people killed in police officer-involved shootings. 34 police officers have been fatally shot in the line of duty this year. So the article goes on to say, so about 56% of those deaths were suicides and nearly 500 were killed in officer-involved shootings, meaning they were justified homicides. Now, this is going to be used to push gun control. It's going to be used to justify more and more restrictions on our basic civil liberties, and the dishonest tax won't even pretend there's a difference in these categories of shootings. Now, suicides are awful and tragic, as are homicides, but the two things are very different. The solutions to suicides aren't the same as those for homicides. The motivations are completely different, so addressing the underlying causes is going to be completely different. Gun control doesn't stop suicides. At best, it shifts people to use another method, but it doesn't stop suicides. Granted, it doesn't stop homicides either. Yet, 
anti-gun voices in the media love to lump all gun deaths into one big bucket. They want as big a number as possible to scare people with. You can't do that with just the homicide numbers. So, suicides it is. Yes, these are all gun deaths. If you just want the total of people who are killed due to a gunshot. For many people, though, that's all that matters. And it's telling. Because most of these people claim they don't want to ban gun ownership, but then can't differentiate between criminals' acts and someone who took their own life due to their own mental illness. They want them lumped because the evil, at least in their minds, is the gun themsel- guns themselves. If it was really about saving people's lives, they'd focus on the underlying conditions at play here. Everything from mental health treatment to job programs would be on the agenda. The fact that they're not is telling. It's just not telling us anything we didn't already know after decades of watching and listening to the anti-gun agenda. Well, how about that, guys? Does that surprise anybody here? Nope. Uh, no. Same old thing as every year, right? We all knew they were padding those numbers. Not that they were fabrications, but, you know, it's all in accounting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so when, when you hear these numbers on the news, when you read about things online, think about where the information's coming from. Ashley says it's not surprising at all, and it's a tactic. That's absolutely true. Won't they match those numbers up with the fentanyl that legally crosses the border? No, uh, they can't. <laughs> I Cause, see. Because that would just oh. be a blip. Those, those gun deaths would be a blip compared to that. Want to say hello to a great start shooting school? Welcome, welcome. Roughly 50 of the 83 deaths are suicides. Uh, 10 year average is 83 deaths a year. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we're going to keep getting stuff like that. So. Let's go on to the next astonishing. This is really astonishing here. So we'll have fun with this one, I'm sure. And we are going to the truth about guns. And the article says the Illinois Supreme Court uploads, upholds, can't talk. The assault weapons and magazine ban. Enforcement set to begin immediately. This morning, the Illinois Supreme Court overturned a lower court decision that struck down Governor Pritzker's new assault weapons ban. In a 4-3 ruling, the state's high court vacated a Macon County ruling and entered a judgment in favor of the state. Interestingly, three of the four defendants in the case donated over $1.5 million dollars to two of the justices who voted to overturn the lower court ruling, clearing the way for the gun ban. That includes Justice Elizabeth Roxford, who authored the majority opinion. It's worth noting that this particular lawsuit challenged the law on equal protection grounds, not the Second Amendment. For instance, the gun and high-capacity magazine ban law exempts locksmiths, prison wardens, and the Paul Blarts of the world from its provisions, treating them differently than ordinary land of Lincoln residents. 
From the decision, and we're quoting here, first we hold that the exemptions neither deny equal protection nor constitute special legislation because plaintiffs have not sufficiently alleged that they are similarly situated to and treated differently from the exempt classes. Secondly, plaintiffs expressly waived in the circuit court any independent claim that the restrictions impermissibly infringe a Second Amendment. Third, plaintiffs' failure to cross-appeal is a jurisdictional bar to re- renewing their three readings claim. Accordingly, we reverse the circuit court and enter judgment for the defendants on the equal protection and special legislation claims. Ahead of the ruling, State Rep. Dan Calkins, a named plaintiff in the suit, appeared on a Springfield radio program and noted the glaring conflict of interest presented by two of the Supreme Court justices getting over 20% of their campaign budgets from Governor Pritzker, Senate President Don Harmon, and House Speaker Chris Welch, all of whom were instrumental in getting the ban passed. Representative Calkins has indicated that he may pursue a challenge under the U.S. Supreme Court's Caperton ruling to the court's ruling, as the two tainted justices didn't recuse themselves from the case. In short, Caperton demands that judges cannot preside over cases involving the financial interest of campaign donors. Whether or not Representative Calkins can prove that the two justices were tainted under the Caperton ruling and as such should have recused themselves remains to be seen. While the gun control industry is no doubt celebrating, that's probably premature. The Second Amendment Foundation wants everyone to know that the law is also being challenged in federal court on Second Amendment infringement grounds. They issued this announcement this afternoon, and this is rather long. See, I, I can read part of it. Let's see. Friday morning's narrow ruling by the Illinois State Supreme Court upholding the state ban on so-called assault weapons does not affect the ongoing federal challenge of the ban by the Second Amendment Foundation. While we are disappointed in the state court's narrow 4-3 decision, noted SAF founder and executive vice president Alan M. Gottlieb, our federal case remains very much alive and we will continue fighting the Illinois ban. Okay. So, and we have the gun snob on the panel. I just noticed I finally just got back to my screen. Welcome, gun snob. Yeah. Any comment on this Illinois case? No, but apparently else. not. Apparently, it's Illinois. What does it surprise anyone? I think they call it Illinois, don't they? Uh, yeah. So yeah, they spelled that, it wrong. Yeah, that's the state Chicago's in. I see out there in the audience, Warsaw Patriot is out there, and I see, if I can find him, a touch of happiness. Josh is out there. Thanks for showing up, Josh. Uh, I jumped in on yours the other day, so good to see you. Mario Mosen is out there, and he says, hi. (laughs) Who else have I missed out there that snuck in here? Let's see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Warsaw Patriots not too happy about it. I don't think a whole lot of people are happy about this, to tell you the truth. So, Snob, what's going on with you? You just got here. 
You had some snake issues? Had a snake. Now, you usually like snakes, right? Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Mario likes- says, well, man, you guys are getting good at it. Well, we had a lot of practice. He likes dead snakes. That's the best I, kind. I really don't even like dead snakes, to be honest. <laughs> that is but exactly you, you could, what you she said. Get the wife to take care of it. <laughs> well, you know, actually, Aubrey was going out to help the wife carrying groceries because she just got home. And uh, she came back in hollering, Dad, there's a snake. But I almost stepped on it. Went out there, sure enough, there was. And it's still there? Yeah, I was just chilling. It just poured down rain here. So there's a little pool of water right off the side of the walkway. Mm. We were just chilling in it. It was a little water moccasin. Yeah, I've so. spotted I've spotted two out there in my pond. I thought I knew I had one out there because I'd seen it. And then I saw it the other day and I he actually went into the skimmer and as I I tried to get him out and in the net. And he hopped the net on me and got back into the pond and went under the rocks. But then I walked out the back door today and there was a bigger one. So, Maybe he grew. Well, uh, this one just was not, just, not that size. He didn't. <laughs> this one was just chilling there. So I went, and it was right in the gate to go out through the, through the carport. So I went all the way around through the front door of the house, all the way around to my office because I didn't have a shotgun in the house. But I did, but not with anything but buckshot. So I had to go out to my office and get a 12 gauge and bird shot and come back around and shoot him. So two live moves out there in the audience. And he says, no step on Snick, the gun snob. <laughs> I can't believe he hung out that long. Mine take off the minute they spot me. He was just chilling there. Chris Lang said, we had an eight foot red tail bow constrictor growing up. Snakes are cool. I, w- I wouldn't even bother with them, except I have goldfish out there in the pond that keep disappearing. I wouldn't bother with them except for their snakes, so they can die. <laughs> Our tacking daughters put enough. a whole bunch of snakes mm-hmm. out there. They don't get big enough. All the koi out there are big enough now that they're they're safe from any of those. But yeah, Tim S says I'm afraid I'd have to give it some holes. Yeah, Eric, it didn't have any snake. holes. It was in two different pieces whenever it. <laughs> I had Aubrey standing there with a flashlight on it watching him to make sure he didn't go nowhere while it ran around and grabbed the shotgun and came back. Gunpowder says, my favorite snake is a size 10. Oh, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> is she talking about rat snakes? Mm, probably. Now, Warsaw Patriot says, mind you, Illinois is three quarters red. The one quarter portion is toxic Chicago. Blue city that's burning with thugs and robberies and gang mm, Don't forget Springfield. Yeah. Springfield's just as, just as blue. So champagne. Yeah. It's not just Chicago, but I'm sure that's the bulk of it for sure. That's like most of these states, though. Mm-hmm. That's like most of this country. Yup. <laughs> Ashley also says used to own a boa. Called him Doc Holiday. Wow. I'll bet he was her huckleberry. <clears throat> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> well, you're a daisy if you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Let's see. Travis T says, I got two guns, one for each of you. Cottonmouths are usually aggressive. They'll chase you and most others take off or hide. Mm, mine aren't cottonmouths. Mine are just water snakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah this I, was a cottonmouth. You could smell him too. Oh, he smelled uh, like cucumbers? Uh, something like that. I'm not going to take the time to get out my snake book and identify the snake. If I can see that it's a snake, that's all I need to know. Well, you have two poisonous snakes around here, so, you know, I kind of know what those two look like. Because I'm extra, I'm extra scared of those two. (laughs) Ashley says, uh, I opened the door for that one. Yeah, with this panel, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. All right, let's see what else we got. I'm pretty sure there's at least one more. We got time. We got time. Sure, why not? We got plenty of time. Ashley's still opening that door wide open. It's like a double double bay garage door right there. (laughs) All right, this is one I threw in here. It's actually a couple weeks old. This is on the website AOL. You, You remember AOL, right? Anyway, I think I got some of those discs around here still. (laughs) This is an article by Doug McGaw of the Kansas City Star. And the title is The Second Amendment is an 18th century relic. Kansas and U.S. lawmakers need to repeal it. Opinion. This ought to be good. Most of us drive cars or small trucks or motorcycles. To enjoy this privilege, we must do numerous things, some of which cost money. We need to be of a responsible age, get training, and earn a license. We also must register our vehicles with their serial numbers and display license plates that identify us. Why? Because motor vehicles are inherently dangerous and a major cause of death and injury. Accordingly, certain restrictions are deemed necessary to minimize harm. The restrictions include prohibiting driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs, <laughs> and enforcement of applicable laws have dramatically reduced how's, death and injury over the past half century. How's, how's that working? How's that working for you, Doug? Yeah. How's Additionally, there are you? restrictions on the type of vehicles allowed to civilians. We are not allowed to own or drive tanks or heavy Actually, military what? vehicles. Uh, doesn't Jeff have a heavy military vehicle that he drives? I do believe, believe he does. so. And semi trucks, semi trucks are carefully regulated. Really? Because no significant group one. appears to have issues with these restrictions or with the courts and law enforcement authorities that enforce them. This is quote unquote common sense. But when it comes to firearms, common sense seems to go out the window, particularly with ill informed legislators who bemoan the threat to our supposedly sacrosanct and holy Second Amendment. They have managed to force stupid open carry or stand your ground laws in multiple states with the equally stupid argument that the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I assume that the good guys will be the ones in the white hats. Otherwise, who can tell which is a good guy? What we need are rules and regulations like those we apply to motor vehicles, minimum age limits, effective training and licensing, uniform registration and licensing of firearms, along with laws requiring their proper safe storage, improper use, handling, or storage of guns, including the threat of bodily harm to others, 
would be subject to confiscation and possible legal action against the owner. Obviously, anyone who harms or kills another with a firearm without a valid self-defense argument is subject to criminal prosecution. It's almost and, like that happens right now anyway. Yeah. Except for, you know, in I mean, cities where they get away with it. Well, besides his moot point that driving, you know, that we all know driving is not a right, you're constantly protected, all his things just went out the window because everything he said, like semi-trucks are heavily... No, anyone can go buy a semi and drive it if it's for recreational purposes. To pull their well, RV let me, let me, Let me... Allow me to retort. <laughs> this stupid guy writing this and his stupid opinion is about as stupid as it gets because depending on which death numbers you take, you are 7 to 42 times more likely to die from a drunk driver than you are to be killed with the gun. But drunk driving's illegal. They don't do that's, that. That's wait, actually wait, a number. Quit with, a, your, quit with your numbers. They, 11, 11 people a day die due to distracted driving. That dwarfs his, you know, gun deaths. Well, let's hear what else he has to say. As for assault weapons such as the AR-15 and 50 caliber guns, these have no legitimate use in the civilian world any more than tanks do. They need to be restricted to the military alone. Some have argued that vehicles are not protected by the Constitution, whereas firearms are. This is a bogus argument. Just as the framers of the Constitution did not foresee the ubiquity of motor vehicles, neither did they anticipate the technological revolution in firearms that makes mass shooting so much part of our reality. I love love this one. I'll tell you what. When he gets out his pen, his quill pen, and his inkwell, and he writes me a letter and has it delivered by the Pony Express, then I'll, I'll grant him his... You know, they didn't understand that Actually, there would be the advancements. Actually, the Express did not exist when oh. the Constitution was written. Well, so true. you're going to have well, to. He's just going to have to. Then he's just going to have to get somebody to to write it all the way over to me. That's mm-hmm. true. I mean, mm-hmm. first he's going to have to find a quill pen and ink, and he's going to have to learn to write with them. And then he's going to have to find somebody that's willing to ride a horse from wherever the fuck he is to <laughs> North Carolina. And deliver this to me. Then we'll talk about, you know, they didn't understand that there would be advances in technology. Now, the author goes on to say that John Paul Stevens, a former Supreme Court justice, argued in 2018 that we should repeal the Second Amendment with these words. And I'm quoting here, rarely in my lifetime have I seen the type of civic engagement school children and their supporters demonstrated in Washington and other major cities throughout the country this past Saturday. These demonstrations demand our respect. They reveal the broad public support for legislation to minimize the risk of mass killings of school children and others in our society. That support is a clear sign to lawmakers to enact legislation prohibiting civilian ownership of semi-automatic weapons, increasing the minimum age to buy a gun from 18 to 21 years old, and establishing more comprehensive background checks on all purchasers of firearms. But the demonstrators should seek more effective and more lasting reform. They should demand a repeal of the Second Amendment. 
Concerned that a national standing army might pose a threat to the security of the separate states led to the adoption of that amendment, which provides that a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Today, that concern is a relic of the 18th century. It is worth noting that a well-regulated militia is what we today call the National Guard. Oh, here we go the with the so National Guard argument. The claim blah, that blah, blah, are unregulated blah. and rapidly political. Con- the tradition that the military or militia be above partisanship. The solution? It's easy, both in Kansas and the United States. Elected officials from both parties should embrace common-sense gun reform, the same way they support basic traffic safety measures. I like I like how every one of these idiots. Hey, say the line. Say the line. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's the National Guard. Say the line. Yeah. Every one of these idiots goes back to the same line, and it makes it into the only amendment that they that they say protects the government. It's the only amendment. It's the only thing in that Constitution. That applies to the government and not the people. Every single one of them. All right, just give it time. They're wanting the First Amendment to also only apply to the government. So mm, probably. Give it some time. Well, they only want that if certain people. Mm-hmm. Certain people in the government, yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy here, former Supreme Court Justice Warriors, he's a communist, man. He raised his hand, put it on the Bible. And he swore to honor and protect that document. If he didn't like what he said that day, he shouldn't have done it. So he's in violation of his oath to open it his stupid face mouth. Did he robot to anybody yeah. else? Other than uh, that? Yeah, big time. And his, and his mute was going game. on and off. You yeah. saw that too, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I seen his mute button like flashing the whole time mm-hmm. he's talking. Yeah, I did too. I heard he should shut his stupid face or something. Was basically yeah. what I got yeah, out of that. I'm pretty sure that's what Jason said. Let's well, let's be honest. All these all these people that go against us, and this is the same thing that's going on in Illinois. Is you've got these people that swore to uphold and defend the the Constitution are going to, are going against it, but nobody nothing ever happens to them. Nothing ever happened to us. Every single, and and let's be completely honest, every single politician has violated that oath in some way or another. Okay, Jason's back. Every single politician has violated that oath, and nothing happens to any of them. Is it working now? Yeah, Yeah, that's way better. Yeah. Knopf head must have been blocking the signal or something. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but there's so many things wrong with that article. That 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 guy is that guy picked every single line. That's that was written directly by by Shannon. But, you know, and, and he just popped his name on it. The mm-hmm. gun ban the gun ban industry has truthfully kind of given up on the whole comparing it to cars, and this guy's still sticking with that. Well, they yeah. realize that's a that's a terrible argument. There's way better ones because is, literally, is literally, a five year old can go buy a car. There's no law that says he can't. He can't drive it on the road, but he can they buy still it. they still make the argument that it's easier to get a gun than a library book card. 
I mean, they're still making that argument. I mean, mostly it's the diaper wearer in chief. I mean, to be fair, it is probably easier for me to get a gun than a library card because yeah, I don't, I, know, I don't know the first thing about getting a library well, card. I don't ever go to the library, but I do go to the gun store. I can, I can guarantee you that the library is not going to run a background check on you. Mm, fair. Maybe. Pretty sure. <laughs> if I walk in there, they might. They're like, yeah. No, they're just going to give you a reading test. <laughs> when the only book I'm trying to check, check out is the Anarchist Cookbook. <laughs> got a problem here. Yeah, it took me six months to get my science fiction stamp for the library. <laughs> <laughs> Two Life Moon says the book snob. Weston says snob doesn't even know where a library is. I think there's one in town. Thanks. When's the last time you were in there? You remember? Yeah, the, I've seen your town. If there's a library there, it's right next to the uh, DVD rental store. Or something. It's, uh, it's the in DVD the back of the filling store. station. That's a different kind of library, Jason. And they, and they actually do run a background check on you at those. Yes, they do. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know. Main Street of that town is something else. I'll have you know the library is not on Main Street. It's a block off of it. But no, this this idiot made every it right behind single. The, is it right behind the police station in the uh, auto repair center? It's pretty close. Yeah, being in the Kansas City store, I'm not surprised. I mean, that's he made every single cliche argument. I'm pretty that sure that's the one Rebecca shared the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, so. I started reading it the other. I was like, I can't even read this. Roll call two one nine says hello, fellow nerds. But that that article just lays bare, you know how they think, and and some of them will try and weasel in, and they'll say we want, you know, they'll try and ease up to you, and just, you know, they don't think you're all that bad. You're just, you're just mis, you just misunderstand this stuff. That guy just laid bare, you know, you're stupid for doing this, you're stupid for believing this, you're stupid for that. That's how they actually feel. Well, on the one hand, I hate seeing articles like that, but on the other hand, I gotta give him props for putting his hat on that says I'm an idiot so everybody mm. can read it, you know. Uh he's not pretending to be on our side or pretending to, you know, come close to the center or anything. Like I mean, that. those guys are less dangerous to our rights. Yeah. Than the other ones, truthfully. Well, they kinda yeah. help make our case. Uh, guys like that aren't that gonna get aren't gonna get Republicans on board to sign on to their uh, no. legislation and and get it through like you know John Cornyn did. You probably have political candidates out there saying, "Don't say stuff like, like that." Tom, in the paper. Like Tom Tillis signed on and John Cornyn signed on, and now that's that's they're getting run roughshod over because they signed on to that thing and it. It's turning out exactly as bad as everybody knew it was going to turn out. Kind of reminds you of uh, Beto O'Rourke's statement that, damn mm-hmm. right, we're going to take away well, your AR-15. That's because that's what every single one of them thinks. Yeah. Uh, four words for you. I don't think so. 
Oh, those, aren't the, those aren't the four that I was. Those, yeah, those aren't the four words I was. Or I shall not comply. Is that what you're after? No, no. Go. That's five words. Mine was only four. Mine was only four. It starts. It starts with go and rhymes with fuck yourself. <laughs> so I guess. I guess mine's only actually only three. <laughs> we can't count clearly. Nope. I guess he's right. We are stupid. <laughs> Travis T says he'll still get one hundred thousand oh, shares yeah. because Facebook won't shadow ban us. Oh yeah, and That's all true. the thoughts on Instagram will are there in the explore feed, but you can't find any any guns there anymore. Yeah, that's the thoughts. I like looking at my thoughts every now and then. I don't. What's the point? Reminds me of what I could have had. Yeah, sure. (laughs) What's the point of looking at half naked chicks shaking it on Instagram when you can click away? You can find full naked chicks clicking it or shaking it. Speaking of full naked chicks, Gizzard didn't say anything about my gore now. I went ahead and said it. I saw it. <laughs> and I don't think we'll be showing any is of that it the, on the program. Is that the gore in fact, I can guarantee yeah. it. Well, Gizzard, you said send pictures of your lady shoot or a lady shooting guns. So that's exactly what I did. Uh, I hate to tell you, but those aren't ladies. <laughs> is this a home movie? <laughs> I'll forward it to you, Jason. Uh, I don't, well, I don't it, know. I might have already seen it. We can look at them after the show. Those ain't, those ain't ladies. I, I used to get three for ladies shooting guns. Those aren't That's, ladies. <laughs> Travis <laughs> Lee says that it's not Mystic. And I'm pretty sure it's not. So I remember watching my first porn. I can't believe how young I looked. <laughs> I remember seeing that. Why did Moo on the panel? I don't know why Moo's not He's in not. the band. Uh, Defense Dad says, obnoxious one, but if they're only half naked, it hides the <laughs> C-section scars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow. This went downhill quick. I hope I said that to Moo, not Mom. That'd be really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope you I hope You'll you find out in a minute. <laughs> be a knock on the door and all you hear is, <laughs> Let me check something. Oh, Gunsnob says, let me in. Obviously, somebody let him in because he's here. Mm -hmm. I I didn't have anything to do with it. (laughs) Anyway, real quick, uh, like to remind everybody that it is Friday. Friday means that. It is Free Patch Friday at GearWebsites.com. GearWebsites is your source for every Second Matters, gun channels, gear, MOID, and more. Patches, stickers, and other items. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. But uh, don't take my word for it. Let's have gun websites tell us all about it. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. That's right. So get out there after the show. (laughs) And uh, get your... Get yourself a patch or some free, some cool stuff at gearwebsites.com. 
and you'll get more than you bargained for. Let's go ahead and uh, go through the panel. We're going to start our last segment. It's called What Did You Learn? We're going to ask all of our panelists what did they learn this evening. And then we will allow them to plug whatever they want to plug on their channels. So let's start with my co-host, Obnoxious One. Sir, what did you learn this evening? I learned that we can get through a show without inappropriate memes. Yes, we can. We can. And... uh, what do you have coming up? I don't know. Honestly, don't know. I've got to get out there and do that. Do that, uh, Eric's. But I don't know. I got stuff, stuff and things. Stuff, things and, stuff. and things. I look forward to your stuff and things. Mm. That makes one of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for being here and co-hosting. And uh, yeah, thanks for. Uh, Sending topics my way throughout the week. That's very helpful. I appreciate it. All right. So, Hillbilly Up, what did you learn? Well, I did learn that since you're not accepting inappropriate memes anymore, that some people just didn't send you any emails. That's true. <laughs> All that, right. What have you got coming up? You got a show tomorrow night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a. Guns, Beer, and Therapy tomorrow night, um, 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. We actually have a special guest, first time coming on, uh, Ron Wayne. He's going to be on there. Oh, cool. And, uh, so we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you can make it over there, uh, check it out. Um, see, I released uh, a video just a few days ago with uh, Marlin Lever Action 22 Magnum. So if you're not seen that, that, um, you might want to check it out. And then I got some videos coming up this week. Uh, I'm hoping to get out. I got a couple videos of um, my Keltec PMR 30 22 Mag. Um, The way it was, I originally bought it. And then I did a bunch of upgrades on it. And so uh, I'll be showing both sides of that. It'll be like two videos. So I'm going to try to get those like in the same week. And hopefully I can get them posted this week. So anyway, that's about it for me. Um, I sure appreciate you very much for having me on, Gary. It's been awesome. A lot of fun. Thanks for being here, as always. Okay, we go down to the bottom row. Jason. What did you learn this evening? This part always gets me because I wasn't here to learn. I didn't bring a pencil. <laughs> but I, I will tell you, uh, I like it. I like that you did two or three uh, Second Amendment news stories during your cast because, uh, you know, budget's not around anymore. And uh, not any of the shows are ever really doing that. So. I was cool to see that you've been uh, doing that. In uh, uh, out there in the chat is a link. To go to Ashley's channel and give her some more s- subs. And uh, I don't know. Next week I'll do the show sitting around backwards, so you can talk behind my back. <laughs> All righty, sounds good. All right, thanks for being here, Jason. I want to show everybody something the gun snob just sent us. Looks like he's made quite a bit of progress with that. Key. You know what? 
How'd you know you what? Get that all, how'd you get that so wide? Is that a different one? Oh, not only does it work on guns, it cleans your keyboard. That's right, folks. That's is that Aegis? Yeah. Aegis. That's not right. about anything. Well, you're up, Snobby, so what did you learn this evening? Um, I learned I was about to eat my Jersey Mike sub for dinner because I had never had dinner, but then you called on me. Well, well, you'll still have time. I learned that you just gun care is amazing. Go clean your keyboard. It is. It, when you get your greasy hands all over it. And what do you yeah. have coming up? I don't know. I really need to, like Obnoxious said, I really need to get out there and shoot something. You work too. I actually just need to edit video. I've got guns shot. I just need to edit it. That's what's bad. All right. Well, thank you for being here. So I would like to real quick thank everybody out there for watching, whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, or whether you're listening out there in the uh, in the live stream. In the live stream. How about the podcast later on? So I appreciate everybody who uh, joins in the channel. I appreciate everybody out there in the chat for contributing to the discussion. And thanks to my esteemed panelists for making this a great show. And as always, a special shout out to my YouTube channel members for supporting me and supporting the channel. I do appreciate it. Uh, Don't forget, tons of shows this weekend. Uh, Weekly 2A wrap-up on the gun websites or the Daily Gun Show YouTube channels coming up after this. You will be redirected. And... uh, Have a safe and pleasant weekend. This is Gizzard Gary, and I remind you that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, give them the bird. This is Gizzard Gary on behalf of my panel. Have a safe weekend, and it's time for them to give their last shout-outs before I hit the button. Seriously, I want my knife back. Yo. That's a cat for a... You guys are boring. Thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch and released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.